What you doing? I'm running out of space on my phone, so I'm deleting some stuff. Bye, singing dog. Bye, goal. I pronounce you. Bye, wedding ceremony. Stop. At Metro PCS, you get two free phones with twice as much memory. Really? Don't say bye to your memories. Switch to Metro PCS and get two free LG K20 Plus phones with 32 gigs when you switch two lines. Metro PCS. Wireless. Figured out. Coverage not available in some areas. Sales tax not included in phone price. Excludes numbers on the T-Mobile network. See store for details and terms and conditions. You are Locked On Packers, your daily podcast on the Green Bay Packers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are Locked On Packers. Hello, this is Bill Huber, the publisher of PackerReport.com, part of the Scout.com network, which brings you some of the best NFL and college football coverage that you will find anywhere. And we have full coverage over at Packer Report from last night's 23-16 victory over the New York Giants. This is, by the way, the Locked On Podcast Network, which I'm proud to say is the fastest-growing podcast network in America. And we'll have a second podcast with my good friend and colleague Keith Rorting later today. As you know, these night games are murder. They're murder for the fans in attendance, they're murder for us in the press box, and they're murder for you at home watching them on TV. And uh, being the kind of benevolent soul that I am, I let my good friend Keith go home and have a nap so he could be wide-eyed and bushy-tailed on about two and a half hours sleep. <laughs> to take care of his kids tomorrow morning and uh, take care of his job over at East Bay. But we'll have a full podcast with Keith uh, later Monday morning. But this is just a sneak peek of what's to come and what's on my mind before I finally hit the bed here at 4 o'clock in the morning. So we're going to deviate from our usual uh, four downs approach to this podcast and go with just a kind of a quick hitting glass half full, glass half empty reaction from um, tonight's game. And we'll start with the glass being half full. And that'd be the play of the Packers secondary. And who in that? H-E double hockey six would have thought that was going to happen. In my pregame prediction, I went Packers 34, Giants 27. And, um, you know, for the obvious reasons here, I, I expected a shootout without Sam Shields. Well, little did I know that Demarius Randall wasn't going to play either. I left Green Bay without their top two corners. Randall was questionable in the injury report on Friday. The Packers practiced on Saturday. They did not downgrade him to doubtful on Saturday afternoon, which led me to believe that that Randall would play on Saturday. Obviously, Randall had his ups and downs this season and was coming off a couple of bad games. I had a hunch that Randall would bounce back. And also, of course, I had a hunch that the Giants receiver Odell Beckham would bounce back as well. Beckham had, a, had an up-and-down season as well. Got into a fight with a kicking net against Washington. Got into a... Uh, I, was, I almost said a bad word there. Got into a bit of a uh, disagreement with Minnesota Xavier Rhodes last week when Rhodes held him to three catches. For 23 yards, I think the feeling was, given the state of Green Bay's pass defense, which which came in the game ranked 29th in yards per game, 29th in opponent pass rating, and 31st in yards per pass play, that Beckham would bounce back in a big way. Well, you know what? It didn't happen. No Shields, no Randall, and yet somehow, Ladarius Gunter, Quinton Rollins, and Micah Hyde beat the Giants' receiving core. Beckham, five catches, 56 yards, and a touchdown. But it took Eli Manning 12 passes to get those five catches to Beckham. And the receiver trio of Beckham, Sterling Shepard, Victor Cruz, those three entered entered this week's games with 56 catches. That was number one in the NFL by any wide receiver trio. Last night, seven catches. And not just seven catches. Seven catches in 21 targets. Eli Manning, in other words, completed 33% of his passes to his wide receivers last night against a bunch of cornerbacks that no one outside of Green Bay has ever heard of and probably couldn't win a race against any 
cornerback uh, trio in the NFL. I mean, Sam Shields can run like the wind. Randall's athletic. But Randall's not, but Rollins is not. Gunter is not. Hyde is not. And that Green Bay could do what they did. It was remarkable. Eli Manning, 18 for 35, 199 yards, one touchdown. He's 78.2 pass rating. If you include the sack of Beckham on a, on a gadget play that went nowhere, the Packers end up with four sacks. So that stands out defensively. And here's another thing. The field position was a gigantic problem for the Packers last night. The Giants had, in order here, they had in the second quarter they had a gyro at their own 45, their own 41, the Green Bay 40, and their own 39. So that's four drives with great field position in the second quarter. The Giants went field goal, punt, field goal, fumble. And then in the third quarter, they, they had two drives starting at their own 47 and their own 49. A field goal and a punt out of those. So that's six drives with great field position. And all the Giants could get out of that was three field goals. So I, th- I thought that, to me, was the story of the game. That Green Bay's defense, depleted as it was, was able to stop a Giants team, which you would think had the advantage in the perimeter and with great field position. But, you know, the Packers' defense, like, once again, rises to the occasion. And this is... Uh, there's no way to spin this, but it's a a great sign going forward heading into next week's game against Dallas. Here's a surprise from last night. The over-under, 48 points. Now I would have taken the over, which means I would have lost with a combined total of 39 points. If that sort of stuff interests you, get in the action and play like the pros at mybookie.net. It's the most exciting online experience for sports fans. MyBookie Features real Vegas odds and incredible player props in every football game. Is the game already kicked off? MyBookie has live in-games with odds updated in real time. So it's never too late to make a play. And MyBookie is optimized for smartphone users for non-stop action on the go. Go online, type MyBookie in your browser, and sign up today. Use my promo code PACKERS to be entered into their million-dollar prize pool. That's my promo code, which is PACKERS. Or call 844-722-2387. And join the thousands of online players already playing. Only the biggest, only the best, only at MyBookie. Sign up today. All right, on to the glass half-empty part of the show. And that would be the play of the Packers running game. Nothing wrong with Eddie Lacy, mind you. 11 carries, 81 yards, 7.4 yards per carry last night. Lacey is up to number four in the NFL in yards per carry. He over, he was over, I think it's 5.3 and change. So he's having a, a great year. And that 31-yard carry last night, vintage Lacey. He has stepped then in his tracks for a loss of a yard. He takes a bounce step to the left, gets the defense uh, pursuing that way, and then cuts it back to the right. And all of the blockers are there all of a sudden. And then no one can, no one can bring the guy down. And finally, they shove him out of bounds for a gain of 31. Vintage Lacey. He's having a tremendous start of the year, but uh, he missed the end of the game with a sprained ankle. Um, and, you know, I talked to Lacey after the game, and he thought, you know, look, the players always say they're fine, so take this for what it's worth. Lacey thought he was fine, that, you know, he's able to walk, and his intention is, because he's a tough guy, that he'll play on Sunday against Dallas. But they better hope he's ready, and they better, you know, give him a lot of time in the training room this week, because James Starks has been nothing short of a disaster. Starks, average, or Starks entered last night's game averaging 0.8 yards per carry. You could do better than that falling out of bed. A little bit better last night with 2.8 yards per carry. 12 carries, 33 yards. It had a 10-yard run. 
That got his average up for the season to 1.8 yards per carry, 24 carries, 42 yards. So it's the fourth quarter of the Packers' last drive. And I sit up in the press box next to ESPN's Rob Domoski. And I go to Rob, watch Starks fumble here. First down play, Starks gets the ball, loses a couple yards, whatever. Second down play, pass to Starks, he fumbles. And, and somehow Starks got the ball back from that mess. But, I mean, that was Starks' problem last year. Starks fumbled five times, and it ruined a really good year where he had 1,000 yards from scrimmage. He had a career high in receptions, a career high in receiving yards. He led the entire NFL in yards after the catch per catch. It wasn't even close. He let, let it by like a yard per catch. So he was overwhelmingly the leader in that category. 2013, he led the entire NFL in yards per carry. Green Bay sends him to a two-year contract in free agency this offseason. And you know what? There's this magical slash mythical defining line for running backs where at age 30, your career goes down the old toilet. And I, I, you know, I thought Starks would be immune to that because he might be 30, but he's a young 30 because he, he's never been the guy. He hasn't had a whole lot of wear and tear on his body, but whatever the reason, through four games, this isn't working. And they got, they've got a real problem on their hands if Lacey can't play. Look, you know, the, the running back market isn't great. C.J. Spiller signed up the Seahawks. You know, the only, only other option on the team is Don Jackson. He's in the practice squad. And they, they've, I don't know how they create a spot for him anyway. they they got to find a spot for Mike Pinnell and um, Dimitri Goodson, who are coming back from suspensions this week. So, And I don't know how they get Jackson on the roster anyway, even if he is ready. Um, John Crockett, who would have been the number three back probably, is an IR after a preseason injury. And the Packers could potentially bring him back after uh, the eighth game of the year. But obviously not to that point in the season. So at this point, it's Lacey and Starks. And, you know, if Lacey can't play, there's there's nowhere to go besides James Starks. And at 1.8 yards per carry and a critical fumble, and he's out of sync in the passing game with Rodgers, not a good side heading into Sunday's game against the Cowboys in a huge, huge NFC showdown. And that will do it for this abbreviated episode of Locked On Packers. Be sure to check back later today with Podcast 2.0 with my good friend Keith Rodink from Packer Report. And please go to PackerReport.com. We have complete coverage from last night's game. We've got a whole bunch of videos from the, from the NFL, including the game highlight package. And Mike McCarthy and Aaron Rodgers at the podium. And a really cool video of Aaron Rodgers at the line of scrimmage. It's a really brief one. Kind of a funny moment for last night's game. And we've got my usual post-game by the numbers piece with 20 great numbers that tell you why the Packers won. Uh, Keith's got the story about shutting down Odell Beckham Jr. And we have a lot more um, throughout the day Monday and assistant coach availability on Monday night as well. So with that, have a great morning and I will talk to you later today. Is democracy in danger or decline? Condoleezza Rice, William Galston, and Carlos Gutierrez and others take on this question in the fall edition of The Catalyst, a journal of ideas from the Bush Institute. Surveys show Americans place less trust in institutions like the media and business. Others contend America has faced far more challenging periods and emerged strong. Leading policymakers, Bush Institute experts, and respected journalists take on this debate. Read about it at bushcenter.org catalyst.